Tales, we are back on the Shotcast after a nice long vacation. I am well turkeyed, I am well tanned. Ryan, I went away. For I know, a while. I heard, and yeah. it seemed really exciting. So I, I went to the Dominican Republic, Ryan, to a five-star resort where I was waited on hand and foot. I had concierges, a personal concierge, who was like, if you need anything, call me. I was like, hey, can I get, like, five more Presidentes? He's like... Here's eight, man, and I was like, "Awesome!" Here's three dollars. You've never seen money before. Thank you. And yeah, it, it was amazing. I'm, I realized I needed to take more vacations, so I'm gonna do that. And uh, and then that's it. Goodbye, guys. No, no we're doing. Thank you, thank you, guys, again. Thanks for being so patient. If you're finally, we've we've been trying to record, except uh, someone here decided to have a social life and go see plays and shows. No. Sorry, it was the yeah, Mr. 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 Highbrow here. <laughs> Canceling shotcast dates when it was like, oh no, I got tickets to so and so, and blah, 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 nah, 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 nah. And, there, <laughs> and there you go. So the lack of shotcast, just blame Ryan. That's what I've been doing, and it's worked out fine for me so far. Uh, but other than that, Ryan, it, things have happened. Uh, lots of video game news, and usually that doesn't happen in December, which is weird because December is when you know the avalanche of games is settled. People are now playing them, and no one is paying attention. But uh, two major events happened there. Oh, I love that. Is that the snobby Ryan look? Oh, this is the or this is the highbrow Ryan look. I, there's no top hat, so I'm just gonna have to go with this. Oh, like, it's, it's like it's like. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Ryan, yeah. Professor Video Game Ryan. So <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff happened since the last uh, time we recorded. So, so. so uh, I, I think this week we're going to skip new releases just because there's, there's so much stuff to get into, and I also don't want to, like, I'm still kind of super tired, so I don't want to, it's not making a super long podcast, but there's a lot to talk about. So uh, let's talk about one of the two events that happened. The, the, the PlayStation Experience happened over the week, uh, or over a weekend where this was going on, uh, yep. and the uh, Video Game Awards. Do, uh, oh yeah, so I was gonna say yeah. The uh, there was the video game awards, which was Friday, December fifth. So about a week ago, or not? Sorry, about like a week, a little more than a week ago. Um, Were you able to catch it at all? I was able to catch it. Yeah, there was. I was there. Uh, I wasn't actually at the awards, but I was watching. Uh, I got home from work and I watched the live stream of it on Twitch. Uh, and I was helping the report uh, cover, you know, a lot of the uh, new trailers and announcements mm. and things like that that were being shown. Uh, so I watched the whole thing, and uh, I have to say, honestly, like, <laughs> I know, I think a lot of people, myself included, were kind of um, hesitant, given last year was kind of a train wreck with the yeah. VGX Awards. Um, you know, so you I think... You see that they were trying to do something, but it, it yeah. just wasn't working. I think it's not, you know, I think this year, especially, that because they were able, you know, because they weren't doing it on, like, Spike or a broadcast network, they were doing it through Twitch, they had a little bit more free reign to kind of do what they want, especially with, you know, Jeff Keighley, I think, kind of breaking from... Uh, you know, the VGAs and all the, you know, marketing and the sponsorships and all that stuff that kind of have dragged the awards down before. And this this time, it felt more like an actual award show, which was nice, rather than before where it's just, you know, a two-and-a-half, you know, three-hour trailer dump where it's just, you know, it's all, like, you know, trailers and new games and stuff. Yeah, it seemed more like a formal... Uh, I, I, I like the way it looked from the clips I saw because, like I said, I was, on a, I was on a beach, like, trying to catch some of it on my phone. I'm like, oh, what's a night... <laughs> Game of the year? Don't care. Give me another mojito. Uh, but uh, I, we have a list of winners here, so let's go for the, the big one. The game of the year uh, was Dragon Age Inquisition, which I reviewed it. I loved it, so I have no qualms about giving that game of the year because it, it, it is a fantastic game. And I also like how the show kind of, like, you know, just smooth, you know, blow, you know, just flew right by, which is great. It like, yeah. wasn't, like, overly lingering. It was it was an award show. Uh 
So let's go for the jury voted. This were uh, for these awards show. I think they select like thirty game journalists who kind of they get they get the ballots like they do with the Spike Awards. Uh, yeah, similar. They get yeah. The ballots and they vote. You know, kind of like the Academy of Video Game uh, journalists. So they voted the best performance in a video game. Uh, Trey Parker as various voices in South Park and The Stick of Truth, which I guess so. I mean, if you want to, I was surprised not that Troy Baker didn't get any of this. Yeah, but I think, you know, given given how many performances he's had this year <laughs> between, like, you know, like, last year he had, like, a handful, and this year he just had, he was in everything, you know, yeah. I, I thought it was a nice surprise, and it was really good, especially just because, like, South Park, like, you know, getting Trey, Trey Parker to do all the voices was great, mm-hmm. and, you know, it really helped, it made the game feel like, like South Park. So. Yeah, it, it was a great game that had great uh, fan service, so if you were a fan of South Park, you kind of playing this game, you're like, alright, like, I get these references, even someone like me, who I haven't seen South Park since maybe, like, the first season, I still kind of picked up a lot of the references and, the, and, and you know, and the humor, and the humor held up, which is really weird in video games, because yeah. humor, you gotta keep it a very short game, and or just keep kind of throwing enough crazy crap at people to keep them interested. Uh, alright, uh, best score and soundtrack destiny yeah destiny had some pretty good music the good ambient noise uh best online experience went to destiny which i was like wow really because i remember being just bored to tears playing destiny but like i said i didn't vote for it and like i know other journalists who are still playing destiny right now and love every second of it i think it was one of those games that's just i'm i'm not super into you didn't really play much of destiny did you no, I haven't played any of Destiny yet. So, but now I have a PS4 now, so hopefully I'll get around to it soon. Maybe over the holidays. So good. That's true. I, I have Destiny also. Maybe we could raid. We can we can gather motes, notes of light to uh, level we up could, our armor. Yeah. yeah I, I, people try to. I still don't know how to level up in that game after 20. So I would just assume that's just me being dumb. But uh, uh, best mobile or handheld game. Uh, no surprise. Hearthstone. It is maybe the best game ever. So the fact that that that, that didn't win game of the year is frustrating. Uh, developer of the year, Nintendo, which, you know what? This seemed like Nintendo's year. Yeah, especially for the Wii U, given, like, how many awesome games they had this year. Yeah. You know, beating out a lot of the other, like, you know, big exclusives this year. Like, yeah, I considering it was, it was the, deserved, so. Yeah, considering this was, like, you know, the big console war, PS4 and Xbox One, the, Nintendo was consistently throwing out really good games that are that, that justify the purchase of the hardware, which is kind of what you want in a console war. Because, like, we're, we're all sitting around, we're all picking up consoles because they're cheap, and then it's kind of like, what do I play on this? And it's like, well, there's nothing. You're like, fuck. Uh, where do we leave off? Uh, best fighting game, uh, Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Sure. I guess we can guess. I guess Super Smash Brothers. I have my copy here. I've yet to play it. I'm going to do a video maybe later tonight and see, like, what the big fuss is all about. But, uh, but yeah, that's going to be interesting to try. Uh, best, uh, sports racing game, Mario Kart 8. Yes. I, fine. I, I think Mario Kart is better than Drive Club. It's all about the, uh, Luigi Death Stare. So, yeah. you know. That sealed the deal. Uh, best shooter, Far Cry 4. Uh, me and you are playing Far Cry. We're gonna talk about a little bit about that later. But yeah, Sorry. deservedly, that's that's that, that that's a uh, that's a that's a Far Cry ass Far Cry game. It uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best narrative, Valiant Hearts: The Great War. Uh, you reviewed it, I believe, right? I did. Yeah, I think yeah, it, I think it's a good choice. Um, you know, especially on the like, given that game was so heavily focused on on the story and and all that. You know, even if the game parts of it I wasn't really as much of a fan of, it definitely had a really strong story. So I think that's a good a good choice. And uh, and Games for Change also was a uh, Valiant Hearts: The Great War, and you know, showing us the depiction of war and blah blah blah. Like, okay, fine, the game that made you feel. I I can I can go for that. Uh, best indie game was Shovel Knight. Uh, I haven't played Shovel Knight, but I only I hear nothing but good things about it. So yeah, I played a little bit of it. It is a great great game. Uh, you know, for the for the bits and pieces I have played of it, but it, it's it's one of those games that's really good because it like it doesn't 
Like, rather than just trying to be nostalgic for the sake of being nostalgic, it feels like an NES game that came mm-hmm. out, like, you know, this year, you know, like, that could have come out, like, 20 years right. ago. So, yeah. And uh, my my favorite category was the best remastered game. Because uh, <laughs> that went, there were so many of them this year, so... They and they're were. still coming, so... I, and I, I feel like, like I've reviewed a bunch of them, and yeah. um, that went to Grand Theft Auto V, obviously, because that was a game that looked like it was just built from scratch again, and completely overhauled, like, deservingly, because I'm, I'm thinking of all the other games that are just re-releases, like, uh, like Sleeping Dogs, as much as I love Sleeping Dogs, the game itself... The, the definitive edition really didn't do and like it's just like hey we're stretching it out and making it shinier and that was it and like to me that's not if you're gonna remaster you you, you gotta go deep and just do do the textures man I like textures uh best action adventure game Shadow of Mordor yeah, yeah just I uh, that game came out like a weird like that game came out like at the right time I feel like this game came out early in the year this probably would have been overlooked by a lot of mm-hmm. by by a lot of voters and maybe uh, Let's see. Uh, best role-playing game, Dragon Age Inquisition, obviously, because it's fucking awesome. And uh, best family game, Mario Kart 8. Yeah, I guess you know, like, like I said, I, I can't wait to get the uh, the setup where I have multiple people who are trying to, trying to play uh, Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. Like, I'm yeah. curious to see. Like, I as a new Wii U owner, I am excited and terrified because that means I'm gonna have to start inviting people over my house to <laughs> play. And we're standing from the screen doing this. And like, I, I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm looking forward to that. I, I, as soon as it's like eight o'clock, I want people to leave my home. Like I, I I'm, I'm ready for bed. And then there was a fan, uh, fan choice awards, so people got, you know, fans got to vote and do all that stuff. So, uh, trending gamer was Total Biscuit. Uh, best esports player was Matthew Nade Shot Hag. Uh, most anticipated game of 2015, The Witcher Three, obviously. And uh, best esports team of the year, Ninjas in Pajamas, which is by far the best name for anything ever. And uh, the best fan creation, uh, creation. Uh, Twitch plays Pokemon, which if you have not followed that saga, you should. It is the best kind. It's, it feels like it was like five years ago now at this point. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it was earlier this year, but it shows you like the internet at its worst, but also being its very best. And yeah. I, I can't wait to see more Twitch plays everything. Alright, so that award show's out of the way. I thought it was actually a fine award show. I like the way it was streamed. Everyone can watch it. Um, and kudos to Jeff Keighley for like separating himself from Spike TV because Spike TV will have something like the VGXs uh, this year. So it, I'm kind of curious to see where that's going to play and you know what's that going to what's that going to look like cuz yeah. Like I said last year was was essentially a train wreck, a flaming train wreck with people flying out of it like no, put me out of my misery like yeah, it, it, was, it, it was bad. <laughs> it feels like a more earnest attempt at actually having like a credible, you know, game award show, which was which was a nice change of pace from especially from last year cuz I just remember mm-hmm. how god awful last year's like I couldn't even <clears throat> last year's award show I couldn't even watch the whole thing cuz it was that bad. So yeah, it was pretty unwatchable for the most part. Uh, but uh, but some other things happened the same weekend. The PlayStation Experience, the uh, weekend-long event over in Las Vegas, uh, it was a fan event. So if you were a PlayStation person, you bought a ticket, you can try out some new games. But they also had the big keynote where they showed off uh, some really cool things. And uh, Yeah, there's, it's almost like it was one of those, because uh, I was up with uh, a couple of other staff writers uh, helping to cover the event, and it was just the amount of things they announced during... <clears throat> the keynote was about like three hours or so. Um, the the amount of stuff like it was hard to keep up even just like with what they were they were announcing because there was just so much of it that they were showing so it was like on par with an E3 like press event it was yeah, it, was, it was, was nuts so it, it was I believe the thing was over like two hours worth of just announcements and videos just going up which Pretty is much. insane yeah, I mean, so so yeah, yeah if you're catching up check out our check out the site because we've got we we covered it really well 
uh, I was checking our site for updates as far as like, and uh, I guess we'll go with the biggest one, uh, the biggest announcement at the PlayStation event was that Street Fighter V, Ryan. I know you're big in the fighting game community, and you're about them joysticks and the quarter moon <laughs> fierce punches. I am, I am in Smash Brothers, in everything else, <laughs> not as much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is exciting just because, <clears throat> like, fighting games, you know, are, are, are a niche genre, and uh, you know, but a really like niche genre, but a dedicated, like, really hardcore group. So you know, yeah, having so. having Street Fighter announced, and also uh, they announced that it's going to be a PC and PS4 exclusive, which yeah. didn't really oh. surprise didn't really surprise me. Um, even though I think with Street Fighter 4, a lot of people preferred the Xbox version just because the netcode is better, and you know right. like the Xbox Live netcode was better. But um, it doesn't really come as a surprise to me because I mean, Microsoft already has like Dead or Alive and and Killer Instinct and a lot of those series. So yeah, so it, it made sense for uh, for PlayStation to kind of like lock down a fighting game just for them. And yeah. I think Street Fighter was maybe the best choice because it's you know it's Street Fighter. It's the it's the staple of fighting games, where you, that is the first and last fighting game a lot of people will ever play. So yeah. I think to have that on PS4 makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and you know, I can't wait to see what kind of cool fight stick they have, just because as much as I love that <laughs> DualShock 4 controller, I feel like I will destroy those joysticks and trying to, like, quarter oh, move yeah. and do all that stuff. Like, I, yeah, I, I hope for that. And, and I think for tournament play, people aren't going to care, because for tournament play, people use a fight stick anyway, so I don't think the controller really matters. But like you said, it was an issue that just the Xbox 360 version just had a better netcode and it was more stable, especially when you're putting in, when you're putting together these events or when you're just kind of... Yeah, you know, or as, when you're playing, playing online and practicing, yeah. Yeah, when you're playing online and precision counts, so. Yeah, so, but yeah, that 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 was huge. It made me wonder what what uh, what Xbox will do to lockdown, and I was thinking, oh man, wouldn't it be weird if they just went and like scooped up Tekken or something, or uh, you know, like Dead or you know, that they actually they bring back Dead or Alive, or they bring back that stupid Star Wars fighting game. Uh, Tara, the Masters of Karasawa, and I'm like that. That'd be what they would announce, like something yeah. dumb with that. But uh, but no, that was a, that. I thought that was a fantastic get for them. And uh, oh, the show opened with uh, Uncharted 4: A Thieves' End. It did, yeah. They opened. Uh, they opened with about like a 15 to 20 minute uh, gameplay demo. So this yeah. is the first time that we've actually seen uh, gameplay itself. So which yeah. was exciting. I Looks overall. Good. It does. It looks really nice. I thought the demo itself was kind of underwhelming. Like, I didn't think it was, like, there weren't really a lot of moments I thought that were, like, you know, super, like, not, I don't think it was the same as, like, The Last of Us, which The Last of Us, I felt like, you know, even though they were canned demos that had, like, some extra stuff thrown in that wasn't right. in the game, um, you know, I just thought, it, it looks nice. I just didn't think there were as many moments, like, as The Last of Us when they showed that one. I was like, wow, like, I need to play this. So. Right, I mean, it, it looked like an Uncharted game, which is not yeah. an insult, because it's like, Uncharted's a really fun game. It just yeah. made me kind of wish, I'm like, you know, we just came off, like, Last of Us. I would have loved to see them do something else, and then to kind of go back to, and I get it, it's a new console that doesn't have an Uncharted game, so it's like, yeah, we kind of have to make one but I would have loved to just wait a little while longer and see what else they were kind of cooking up. But, uh, it, I mean, it looked good. I like a lot of the, you know, the moves. It was a lot of climbing and, like, that. I, I feel like if they, that demo could have been trimmed down just a bit and just maybe highlight a bit of the action or some more, you know, like, we like the cutscene. So, I, you know, it was a lot of Nathan Drake just kind of, like, talking to himself and going through this. And uh, he's got a brother. It ended with him talking to his older brother, uh, which I forgot Wait, what his I... name was. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but uh, played by Troy Baker. Uh, yes. you know, as, as... In, the, in the weirdest kind of commentary on just games, it's like, yeah, we've got Nolan North and Troy Baker in the same fucking game. And they're I mean, playing, it's not the first they've been, they've, they've been together in games before. Like, they were together in The Last of Us and... Uh, and Batman, think, Batman also. Yeah, and I think Middle, uh, Shadow Mordor, too. I think they were together at some point, too. But, um... 
but yeah, uh, it's you know it's just funny seeing them together again, you know, playing brothers and stuff. So, but yeah, I thought the demo overall was pretty cool. Um, you know, and I guess it didn't surprise me that that's what they opened with because that's you know kind of what everyone was probably looking forward to the mm-hmm. most, aside from maybe like Bloodborne and things like that. So yeah, that and, and I believe there was an unconfirmed confirmation of a God of War game being worked on, which it was to yeah, no one's surprise. It was just kind of yeah, yeah makes sense. It, you know, we don't know what Kratos is going to kill this time. I so, yeah when. When I when I heard rumors about that, I was just kind of like, like I, I don't want another one. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like I'm I mean, over God. I'm 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 over. I'm like I I, I just want to put a button on God of War and move on. And for for whatever reason, we won't. And I'm just you know let's just let's just go from here. Like or you know or at least surprise us and make you know the next one uh, like a female protagonist where a female God of War who kills Kratos or something. You know some nonsense like that. But don't give me any hey. more. They did do the female God of War game. It was Heavenly Sword. So, you know, there was that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, like, I don't know. Like, I, if they can spin God of War in a new way, I'd be okay with that, um, whether they change the character or do something like that. But if it's, if it's another game where it's Kratos going and getting vengeance on something, I'm just, I'm not down. I'm, I'm going to pass on it. As good as it, it will probably look, because it will look yeah. It'll look spectacular, but I'm I'm, I'm just... kind of over games looking spectacular. I'm like just just be insanely fun, and I'll be totally okay with that. To me, that's a bigger, to me that's yeah. better than me than just like oh look you can climb up the you know look at his veins and he's got a million polygons on there. And uh, what else was there? Uh, we saw an extended gameplay uh, video of No Man's Sky, which looks looks kind of cool. I mean, I still don't know what's happening in there, but we kind of got an idea of like. We're leaving an entering atmosphere. This is me flying a plane. This is me seeing like a brontosaurus. I don't know what it is. Uh, I, 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 but I'm more and more determined to get my hands on that game, just because it I'm looks sure. it looks amazing. I, I love that. Yeah. I thought that music for that trailer was really good. I do. I, I really, really love the. I love the, the the visuals and the music are really, really great. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know yet what the game is or what it's going to be. Um. But I am looking forward to it. I think I'm just kind of hesitant to be like super all over it because you know it just it sounds too ambitious. I feel like to be good, you know, like too good to be true. So that's kind of what you yeah, know, being a little little hesitant, you know, because I feel like they say, oh, you know, there's going to be infinite worlds and universes, but I feel like it's going to be something a lot simpler than that. Yeah, than, and, I, and I feel like and I feel like people are excited, you know, given because it does look like a great game. But I think people are making it more than what it is outside of it just being, I think it's just going to be an exploration game. You just fly around the ship, you get material, you know, very Minecrafty, and you just kind of go out into space and, you know, just, you know, experience. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think people are expecting kind of like, I want a dogfight, you know, like a Star Citizen type game. And it's like, I don't think that's what we're getting. I think we're getting something a little bit more kind of nuanced, more like kind of more chill. It's a game where if you're just kind of like, you know, knock back a couple and just explore the universe, I think No Man's Sky will probably be before that. Uh, Shuhei is going to be in uh, Super Time Force Ultra as a playable character, and he shoots out little tweets at people. It's pretty cool, yeah. I thought that was that was a great, great little uh, little thing they added. And uh, on the same note too, they added uh, Kratos in uh, Shovel Knight, which is good. They uh, so yeah, they added uh, Kratos in Shovel Knight as like a, a boss, I believe. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, that was one of the things uh, during the show. They announced a couple new uh, games coming to Vita, which is really nice. Um, all indie games, but they announced like Shovel Knight, uh, uh, Banner Saga. Banner Saga, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they, it's nice that, you know, Towerfall Ascension also coming. So a lot of really great indie games that came out, like, throughout this year. Um, yeah. You know, so I'm glad that the, the Vita's getting some getting some love and that yeah. they're not completely abandoning it. Yeah, I mean, it, the Vita is turning into just an indie box, cause, and which, yeah. which is fine, because I think the original intent 
people weren't too thrilled with because we weren't yeah. getting these AAA like look at Killzone on this. I'm like, well, Killzone is fucking hot garbage. This is not why I got a Vita, and like yeah. I kind of don't know why anyone would get a Vita at this point because I'm just like, where would you play these games if you already have like a Game Boy or like a lot of these indie games have already been out on PC for God knows how long. Yeah, but but I I think I think it's a good focus because you know like getting these games that are going to be like ten to fifteen bucks on the the PlayStation Network store mm-hmm. you know on the Vita is great and. Aside from having it as like a, a PS4 remote play accessory, you know you're getting some really awesome <laughs> games on it. So uh, they showed the the, the third part trailer for uh, Batman Arkham Knight, where we got to see more Scarecrow, and I'm like, oh, more Scarecrow! I hate these Scarecrow scenes. But the game looks I good. I, I liked them in in Arkham Asylum. I thought they were really cool. But anyway, I'm, I'm like, over the Scarecrow scenes. I'm over the Mad Hatter sequences. I'm like, we can do something else. We like we can give Batman other drugs to have him like freak out. That's true. I'm yeah. just, I'm just kind of tired of that. But the game, it, it looks good. I'm just like, uh, I'm like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm ready, Batman. Like, when, when are you coming out where I can start playing you? Uh, they also showed MLB the MLB 15 the show, which I'm gonna get because that, that it's a fucking fantastic game, and that game can usually do no wrong. Uh, they also showed the Forest, which kind of looks like a fun, uh, you know about survival game where you're being chased on mutants and you have to build stuff. and That's good. Uh, Killing Floor 2. Uh, the Order, uh, 1886. Mm-hmm. They showed another gameplay trailer and I was kind of not really... I, it looks nice, but for whatever reason, the more I see about that game, the more kind of bland it looks. And bland yeah. in a way, in like the gameplay department. I mean, the game still looks stunning, but I'm seeing a lot of just like cover, you know, just cover, shoot a dude, cover, shoot a dude, cover, shoot a yeah. dude. So I yeah I, so. I I'm like I like the premise and I like the visuals and the the style look really great and obviously I mean it looks amazing like even when I played I played it on E3 on like a little like 24 inch TV and mm-hmm. it still looked fantastic even there so you know I'm looking forward to that for that but you know again like the gameplay you kind of said it's kind of just standard like if you played Gears of War or Uncharted or games like that it's kind of no. you know you kind of know what to expect but yeah. um I yeah, mean I, I do. Hope- I, I do like the little touches they do, and like you know, he's behind cover. He puts his arm like over it to peek, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. But I'm like, that's not. I mean, they they've got to show me some like really. I think what's gonna sell that game is gonna be like the crazy weaponry, and we're seeing just them fight people. Like uh, I uh, I want to see more of like the monsters and weird shit happen, and I think that's maybe when that game's gonna like really kind of show itself. Because I don't think it's I don't think it's showing all that well. Because you it looks kind of it, kind of like that Wolfenstein approach where it's like. I've gone to you know steal labyrinths and shot and, and sh- you know shot Nazis before. You're not showing me anything new. And it was only until they got to like the weird stuff like post asylum where you're like, man, this okay, this game's fucking bananas. I'm in. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we need to see more of that for the order, kind of really for it to start clicking. So I think it might be that issue where it's like they can't show too much because they don't want to spoil too many things. But I'm like they they might have to just pick better sequences to show because I just I don't think it's showing all that well. And uh and uh Mr. Uh, Dave, David Jaffe's back with a video game. He is, yeah. Who knew? Uh, Drawn to Death, where I, I don't know what to make of it. It literally uh, looks like it looks like a, it looks like my it looks like my notebook came to life when I was like. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of uh, of Sunset Overdrive, just that kind of same spirit and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it looks really rough because it's very early. Um, yeah. You know, like I don't even think they announced a release date, you know, a release window for the game yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it could be cool. Um, you know, I just think what they showed was, you know, just was early, so you know, yeah, it's hard I mean, to get a good. good I, like, I I like the aesthetic. I like the idea of like everything looks like it came out of a page of a notebook. But it, I also found it like really kind of rough to follow what was going on because it was yeah. just a lot of white and come some lines and some color, but it was like white kind of like dominates, 
your your screen. And if you're playing like an, a kind of like a Twitch shooter game, you kind of you kind of need to know what everything on, the, on, on your screen real estate does because you're just kind of like, I can't follow what's happening. And I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. And I like seeing David Jaffe. I like seeing him make games. Yeah. So the fact that he's back, I was like kind of happy about. And uh, they also announced Gang Beast, which looks really good. Uh, Fat Princess Adventures, which also looks kind of fun. That's coming out on PS4. They also announced that Bastion <laughs> is heading to the PS4. But I feel like I've played so many versions of Bastion where... It's great that it's going on there, and I'm sure it's going to look fantastic. But I'm just kind of, I'm done with Bastion. But I'm like, you know what? I'm 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 happy for Super Giant Games whenever they release stuff. So, good for them. Uh, and then there was Sky Torn, another kind of like a lot of cool like indie games that we were that I was noticing, which was you know great. Uh, we also saw a trailer for King's Quest, which actually looks kind of cool. As someone who played King's Quest like super young in their in their kind of like gaming life. I, I was happy to see kind of the the you know the reboot and seeing you know it looks it looks kind of neat. I like you know there's that little adventure game resurgence which I always kind of appreciate. Yeah. It it looked cool. I never played the original King's Quest, so I think a lot of the people that were saying like OMG King's Quest is back, I was kind of lost on that because I never heard of or played the game at all. But you know yeah, maybe it's it, it was basically people who were like old as fuck like. Yeah. I, I I might have just been a baby and missed out on it, so you yeah, know. It happens. Um, they also oh they showed uh, trailers for Until Dawn, which is the new uh, PS4 exclusive coming next year. Oh um, right, right. Actually, I actually got to play that at uh, at Comic Con at a PlayStation event, which was kind of neat. It's kind oh, of like cool. uh, it's kind of like Heavy Rain. I was just saying the, the whole yeah. the whole trailer reminds me of Heavy Rain, just because it looks so similar. Like I I had I at first I had to look up and see whether it was actually a Quantic Dream game or not, because it looks exactly like no, Heavy no, Rain but, and Beyond but, and. But you can tell it was very Quantic Dream inspired. It's very, yeah, it's very um, Quantic Dream esque. Yeah, but that's coming. Uh, so they showed the trailer and they announced it's coming uh, summer 2015, which is cool. It's a nice, like, mm-hmm. good game that'll fill out the summer a bit. Um, and then they also showed uh, Dying Light. Um, yeah, there was a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And uh, and I think that kind of covers. I mean, I, I, I thought the event themselves, the the event itself was really good. They showed off that new uh, 20 uh, 20 year anniversary uh, PlayStation 4 that looked like a PS1. Which is that amazing. It cool, also immediately yeah. sold out, and it's going for like thirty-two hundred bucks online. I'm like, well, fuck it's, that. <laughs> it's insane the prices that people have been uh, selling it for. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, even in uh, in the UK, they did a pop-up shop, so it was like a retro '90s-inspired PlayStation like one-day store where you could go and get them for like twenty pounds or something like that. It was oh. it was nuts. It was it was pretty cool. So. Oh, that's kind of neat. But yeah, uh, but yeah, but I I like seeing events like that, uh, especially this time of year. When like I said, this is usually like a dead time. Oh my God! Whoa, whoa, Ryan! I almost forgot like the fucking big one. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII is finally coming back. It's being remade. <laughs> sorta. Sort of. It's it actually is... just going to be the PC port brought over to PS4. In the great, probably the greatest instance of trolling I've ever seen at a mass event like that. It was great. Oh, so. I just remember. About... Oh my god, talk I about totally was... just not understanding <laughs> what your fans want. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like when, you know, like when you're a kid and at Christmas you really want that like amazing gift that you've always wanted, like whether it's some kind of like, you know, game or book or something like that. And it's then it's like asking for a Game Boy for Christmas and they and give you like grandma, a Leapster. <laughs> and, your, yeah, and your grandma gets you like a Leapster or something like that. <laughs> totally, yeah. It was great. So. Oh, man. I, know, I, I just remember, I was on Twitter as we were watching and all of a sudden I just saw people going, oh my god, like in just all caps and like, you know, <laughs> waiting for it and then they showed the crappy PC visuals from the game and I was like, what is happening right now? Yes, yes, <laughs> I love it. I, I 
I could not like I was you know I was I was watching you know I was I was I was on vacation and I was seeing I'm like Twitter I'm like final because I guess it was like a whole build up to this announcement and yeah. people were like Five Fantasy Seven oh my god blah 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 I'm like no because I remember reading, <laughs> I remember reading an interview with some guy at Square and he says if we ever make remake Final Fantasy Seven that is because we are in such dire straits that we, this is literally like our last ditch effort to make money. But that yeah, is the only, that would be the only way Square Enix would sit there and be like, really consider building up f- right from nothing to make Final Fantasy VII again. Again, and if, yeah, yeah, and especially, such... especially when they've got Final Fantasy XV and Kingdom Hearts three and a bunch yeah. of other projects on their plate. There, there's no way. So yeah, it, it, the game would be such a massive undertaking, meaning like they would have probably over a thousand. Pe- like to make it right, you need a thousand people working on this game, kind of like how they Ubi, you know, how, like Ubisoft works on games. Like six hundred people work on this game because it gets tossed. Awesome. That would be how you would rebuild your Final Fantasy VII HD remake. And we did not get that. And it's also going to be, like, 20 bucks. I was like, no, like, what? I, I was just, they're laughing hysterically, watching people just do the full turn of, like, oh, my God, Final Fantasy VII, I can't believe it. I know, it was, it was pretty great to build up to it. And A then the fucking massive... PC port? Ah! I was like, yes. I was like, you're never going to get that game. But they recovered, I will say, because they did announce that finally, Ryan, Sui Coden 2 is coming to the PlayStation Store. And Suikoden 1 as well. Yeah, well, yeah. they're both going to be available on Vita. Suikoden 1 has always been out on the PlayStation Store, but Suikoden 2! Me and, 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 and Kotaku's Jason Schreier, whenever we run into each other, we literally talk about a good 20 or so minutes about where the fuck is Suikoden 2? And then we start talking about Luca Blight and how he's the greatest bad guy in any RPG ever. And we, <laughs> and we would freak out and be like, who, who, who do we talk who, who can we talk to? And then we have a friend who does PR for Konami and we're always like, hey, we're Suikoden 2, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that coming? She's like, stop it, you fucking assholes. I know. I don't know. <laughs> and then they're, they're two always like, ah, legal stuff. And that's just their, their way of just saying, like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, legal things, we can't talk about Suikoden 2. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Like, is this a, and then we're like, oh, is this a trademark <laughs> Thing, and they're like, no, all right, just it's not being made. Leave us alone. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but it is now, Ryan. I can't wait. I may have to go get it's, Vita now just so I can. Ha- play. Hashtag, hashtag, it's happening. So. It's happening. So that was a better recovery from the. I, I at this point in my life, I don't need a Final Fantasy VII remake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I if I go the rest of my life without, I I rather it live in the past because to me, it, it you know it is a fantastic RPG if you don't think about it. Because when yeah. you do, that game is full of just massive plot holes, a lot of stuff that just doesn't make any fucking sense, and then you're just like, oh, maybe it is kind of mediocre. But since it was everyone's kind of first RPG, or first Japanese RPG, yeah. it's just, it, it's it, it 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 they they hold it to such a high standard, they put it on like such a pedestal, and yeah. I'm like, you know, if you got a chance to replay that game, it better be a massive HD remake. But then also just like this, you you'd be disappointed because it won't be it won't be the game you want. And, yeah. and, that, I, that's, and that's the that's problem the we waited so long. That's a game I feel like would be like kind of a rose-colored glasses thing. Like you, you know, you you'd look fondly on it back when you played it, you know, when you were a kid. But then you play yeah. it now, and a lot of the stuff probably just wouldn't hold up very well. So I only played a little bit. I never finished it, but you know, I played a little bit of it. And, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. though back the you know the fact that like Barrett is just a blatant just bad stereotype of a black person. You're just like you're <laughs> yeah. like I can't believe this was actually put in a video game. Yep. Like, holy shit! Like they basically just made a Mr. T guy, and he was the only black guy in that universe, and he happened it to be was, Mr. T with a Gatling gun hand, and it's just kind of like, oh, what happened? It was the, it was the '90s. They didn't care. So yeah, it happens. It's just uh, I I just assumed that Japan was not they weren't being overtly racist or doing it on purpose. They were just like, oh no, well, we watched a couple of TV, you know, we we've seen The Wire, so we figured that's how black people are, right? No, 
And they're like, oh, no, that's not how it works in Japan. And I'm like, oh, oh well. Ha! <laughs> and like, no, just, uh, I, I, I can't. But Sui Koden, too. Good, good, good job there. Now we just need part three, because part three is another great game that came out on PS2. We can just port that right up. Come on. You will see. I will probably buy that game, and I don't have a system to play it on, but I will buy it just to support it, Ryan. Yeah. Because God bless Sui Koden. And uh, I think we're going to wrap up with the news, because like I said, there's just a bunch of stuff out. And uh, we'll, anything we'll mess, we'll probably talk about next week anyway. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll bring more people in. But uh, Ryan, you you reviewed a game. You, you, you went all Game of Thrones on us. You took some, some iron out of ice. I did, and uh, I played the Game of Thrones. I, uh, I won, and I died, and I did everything in between. So uh, I also played Game of Thrones. I had it on the iPad, which does oh, not, you did. Cool. did not look great. It it it, it is it, it 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 looks horrible and the motion controls didn't quite work so I had to like uh, peel the I'd peel the screen protector off it because I wasn't getting this move that kept getting me game over so I kept uh, dying so right in the beginning right when the uh, the 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 event the event happens where you're taking control of that squire and I couldn't roll out of the way because it wasn't reading my gestures so I had to like peel the thing off yeah. and like strike the iPad in a certain way where it finally <laughs> registered it. And man, that that game that that game was I I really liked it outside of just like it just kind of looked kind of hideous, but I, I, I dug I, it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, you know, overall, just because I know when they initially announced Game of Thrones, you know, they announced it last year at the VGX Awards. They announced mm-hmm. that they were doing it, and I was like, you know, it's one of those things that like feels like it's a match made in heaven because like Game of Thrones, you know, follows all this political intrigue, and you know, it's very dialogue heavy, and you know, it just it follows like what Telltale's been doing with Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us like perfectly, and it's a great, you know, it's a great match. I think the first episode proved that um, with a couple caveats, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. the visual style. Um, I liked the environments and everything were really nice, but there's right. some, I felt, it just felt to me like this first episode kind of came together, like kind of rushed and, mm-hmm. and a little last minute because some of the textures of some of the like objects and environments, especially some of the character models, do not right. look great. Um, it, is, it is a rough looking game. Yeah, it looks. It definitely looked rough. Um, the visual style. So this time they kind of went with more of like an oil painting sort of style, mm-hmm. like rather than what they did for like their previous games, which is more like cartoony and kind of graphic novel like. This is more like you know looks more like an oil painting, um, mm-hmm. which is cool. But like I noticed a lot of times that the characters, like when they were against the backgrounds, would kind of shimmer, and it was like yeah. a weird looking effect. It looked like everything was like on fire all the time, or like <laughs> it's like basically what it looked like. Um, and some of the character models, like, I thought, like, Tyrion and Cersei looked pretty good, and Ramsay as well, but, like, Marjorie Tyrell's character model looked awful in this game. It did yeah. not look like Natalie Dormer. She looked so bad in this game, so... Yeah, like, for whatever, it looked like her face was just completely pulled back. And it was just, yeah, like, she just it was really weird. Um, Cersei, like, some of them, I feel like, have, like... Not so much with the new characters, because, like, obviously we haven't seen them before, but, like, the characters mm. that were on the show, like, Ramsey and Tyrion and Cersei, like, you know, they had kind of an Uncanny Valley thing going at yeah. some points, so, no, you they, know... They look, little... like, like, that looks too much like Peter Dinklage. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people, like, kind of said they looked like the, like, you know, like, the characters you kind of see in, like, a Disney theme park ride, where they just look very, like, <laughs> kind of robotic and animatronic, which some of the, like, it just, like, this game definitely, I think out of all of Telltale's more recent stuff they've been doing, um, definitely feels the least... Not polished, but just the roughest, um, you know, that, that out of all this this year. So, but I liked where we're going. There was a nice, great twist at the end, which I kind of appreciate, which took me by surprise. Yes, it definitely took me surprise by you know, like without and, spoiling anything, but yeah, like, it like, was definitely a very big surprise yeah, twist. And at it, the end, de- so. Definitely, definitely worth checking out because like even if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, I think it was just put like it's just a good fantasy story put together well. I I I 
I won't agree with that. Um, just because I don't think, like, I don't think newcomers to Game of Thrones should play this because it references a lot of the stuff. Okay, yeah, Empire. that's true. That's I would say I, I just meant because of that because, like, mm-hmm. you know, the game starts at the Red Wedding, so if you don't know what's happening there, like, you're going to be so lost. And yeah, just, and I if you're like, planning, yeah, don't if you're planning on watching the show, don't play. Don't play the game. Don't play the game until you've yeah. at least passed season four. Yeah, I would say like you're okay passing like season three, maybe like a little bit of season mm. four. But the game, the game is supposed to run from like the end of season three up to season five of the show. So um, you know, definitely, I don't think this is a good spot if you want to say, oh, I want to get into Game of Thrones. Let me don't start with the game because it's not a good spot. It's gonna it, mm. it constantly references a lot of things. It's gonna be kind of hard to follow if you don't watch the show or read the books. Hmm. But uh, still good. I, I like I I dug it. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna do a video of the Xbox One version because I realized I forgot I bought I bought both on the iPad and on the Xbox One. So I'm like oh, I yeah. can do a video. Like I'm I want to do a right way or maybe just maybe do like a full run through of it maybe. And, yeah, uh, I mean it's good because the you know because the episode it's only it's like two hours or so so it's like mm-hmm. a, you know it's it's a, easy enough to sit through like in one sitting like any yeah. other Telltale you know episode they produced so. But, but uh, yeah, really like. If you're a fan, you should check out the game. And if you're even a fan of like Telltale games, this is a, another good Telltale game. Just you know, it just looks a little rough. Like it was bad. I also felt like a lot of the like like Cersei and Tyrion were just kind of crowbarred in there, and like Marjorie were just kind of crowbarred in there. And be like, hey, you've seen the show, right? You recognize these guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, like they're in this. And Actually, like, like I thought, I thought they did a pretty good job of putting them in there and not make them feel just like blatant cameos. Like they had a specific role within the story, and like you know, like just the whole like you know kind of like politics surrounding the House Forester and what they're trying to do like I felt like it was done in a smart way it wasn't it, I, I didn't feel like it was just like oh hey here's Tyrion here's Cersei haha <laughs> you know like that guy and especially I think Ramsey was my favorite out of all the characters because he was just oh, yeah, terrifying he, yeah he, and he, he was steals, just so good he, he steals every scene that he's in which is great and like yeah and especially because he, he's a character you don't see as much in the show like you only see him like he, you know for one storyline basically in the show so it's nice that they can kind of expand on some of these characters hmm. I think Ramsey's a great yeah, because you know what? You see him so, like, yeah, he, you only see him in the show doing, like, evil shit, so it's like, oh, maybe if they expand on him a little bit, maybe we find out why he's so, like, maybe he's more than just, like, a monster, and then you're like, oh, no, he's just, he's a monster all the time. He's just like, a twisted bastard, like, yeah, yeah like, we're, we're, we're not missing anything. He's like, oh, no, he's a jerk all the time. Like, he's he's yeah. the worst. But, uh, but yeah, great, great twist at the end, and, like, I'm looking forward to the uh, episode two, because that should be fun. And they're doing six episodes, right? Yes, yeah, this one's going to be six episodes as opposed to the usual five. They, yeah, they yeah. usually do five. This one's going to be an extra six episodes. Yeah. Hopefully, if they're hopefully if they're on top of things and they just crank them out one, you know, one every month for uh, you know, or uh, Tales of Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Tales of Borderlands, Game of Thrones. Hopefully, they can yeah, do that without delay. It'll 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 be fine. Yeah, I just hope that the the visual style gets a little polished more for the next episodes, just because it looked really rough. I felt like in the first episode. So, but otherwise, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, and uh, speaking of. Things that are not good. That's a bad <laughs> transition. Uh, but you also got to play Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. Please tell me more about that. Um, so you know all those times that Sonic or uh, that Sega's tried to uh, reboot Sonic and yes. you know give yes. him he a, was a he was a werewolf. He was a, a knight. <laughs> uh, he drove a car, even though he runs really fast. Uh, uh, he was a pinball guy. He was in 3D for like a minute. Yep. Uh, he 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 ran away from a whale in that one Dreamcast version. I remember you run up the dock and the, the, yeah, yeah. the whale chasing well, you. 
you know the thing about like how you know all those games have tried and they've kind of failed miserably to you know to reinvent Sonic and make him like cool again and relevant again and you know ha- how many times you've been excited and hoped that maybe this would be the one like this would be the one to finally like make Sonic cool again. Uh-huh. Yes, this is not the game, unfortunately. I'm sorry to say. So you know, surprisingly, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sonic, the, I played uh, Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal, which is the new 3DS Sonic game. Uh, and then there's also Sonic Boom Rise of the Lyric, which uh, I believe Christian reviewed on Wii U. Um, so both these games are coming alongside the new uh, Sonic Boom ca- uh, Cartoon Network animated TV series. Um, it's kind of good. I saw one uh, this morning. Uh, no, uh, yesterday morning. Uh, the, the the TV show. It's kind of dumb. Like uh, Doctor Eggman loses his house, so he has to live with Sonic, and then everyone's annoyed because like, hey, Eggman's an asshole. Why does he live here? And Sonic's like, you know what? I don't even know. Like, it's it's so like it's 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 dumb. The same way of like Teen Titans Go is, where it's just yeah. like. They're just kind of doing silly things with like their bad guys and stuff. And like I, you know, for the 15 minutes I saw, I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't like the most horrible, god awful, garbage fire I've seen. Yeah, before. which is I guess it, which is good, except the games are terrible. Um, <laughs> the 3DS game, uh, not great. Um, you know, I was kind of disappointed because like I, pl- I remember playing. Uh, I reviewed Sonic Lost World around the same time last year. So you know, around last year I was reviewing a bad Sonic game. So of course this year I was reviewing another bad Sonic game. Um, so. You know, like Sonic Lost World, at least it like tried to do some interesting things. I feel like Sonic Boom, you know, tries to do that too, but it's just a lot of the problems. The game are just mechanically and and gameplay wise because it tries to. It's a bit of a slower paced Sonic game. You know, this one is a bit more focused on like puzzle solving and exploration and all that. But you know, it, then it tries to cram in a lot of this the you know the typical Sonic stuff, the like you know, <laughs> going really fast and you know. But it just a lot of it comes down to basically you run really fast, you hit a brick wall because you know, oh, you have to solve a puzzle or do something, and then you have to go and waste ten minutes trying to solve that, and then go really fast, find another puzzle again. It just it got really monotonous really quickly. I felt like so. Uh, yeah, so you're our resident Sonic guy, so I'm I'm going to make sure that whenever <laughs> Sonic things come up, we're like, yeah, Ryan should totally go to that. It's that's 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 great. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, and also, we've both been playing a lot of Far Cry. Far Cry 4. We have both been playing a lot of Far Cry 4, so... I, I, really, I, like, I, was, I really like Far Cry 4. <laughs> it is, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was actually streaming it for most of the day today. Um, <laughs> I was play, I'm playing the PC version, just because... Just th- they're like, you know, the Far Cry games are great, but they're like there's just so much to do. You could get lost very easily mm-hmm. in them. And yeah. luckily, Far Cry 4, you know, keeps that, which is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we've been joking around. It feels like a Far Cry 3.5, which... It is, yeah, it is kind it of is the best a lot, way to describe it. So. It is more of the same, but when that same is still kind of fun, I'm okay. Like, you, you know, come Far Cry 5, if they're still doing this shit, then I'm going to be a little bit upset. But I, I think they haven't Assassin creed this out yet. You know what I mean? No, because I mean, you know, they don't like they don't release the Far Cry games annually. So like, and and there is definitely like, I mean, just by just with Kyrat alone, like just the environment by itself mm-hmm. is, I I feel like a really big, you know, because the terrain is a lot different than uh than the areas from Far Cry Three. You know, this is more mountainous, so you can do. There's a lot more like kind of mobility stuff they add, like um, being able to use a grapple hook to like climb mountains and swing across, ca- you know, like ledges and stuff. And then, like, you know, the other stuff they brought in, like the, you know, the wingsuit from Far Cry 3 is back, but now you can use it to, like, you know, leap from mountain to mountain and do really awesome shit. The, uh, the helicopter, which is probably my favorite way of getting around, so it's, it's great, yeah. I like the uh, auto drive. That's my new favorite. That is great, too. It is nice, just because there's, like, especially because in a lot of areas, there's a lot of trees and shit you have to try and avoid, mm-hmm. so it is nice that that can kind of help take out the equation. So, like, so I mean, it makes, dri- no sen- it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Narratively, it's just the car's drive, the car or the ATV is driving itself because <laughs> the there's a lot of times you're, 
Yeah, because a lot of times you'll be um, someone's chasing you, so you'll have to like drive and shoot, which is like damn near impossible. And so I just like, it's, all right, I'll auto drive for a bit. While, like, it's it's <laughs> tough. It's tough to do accurately. I mean, you can do it, and I have, but it is a lot easier. Like it is, it is great. They have these helicopters that are like held on with duct tape and wires, but they have cars that are like self-aware and can drive hmm. themselves. You know, so it's great. So you know. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. I played a lot of Far Cry 3 earlier this year, um, you know, so I was really excited to kind of jump back in with Far Cry 4. Did, did, you, uh, did you get that Blood Dragon gun with your Uplay points? I did get the Blood Dragon gun. I've been using it constantly, and it is great. So like, That I mean, gun is so OP. I love it because it has a, it's, it's super powerful. It also fires, like, six rounds at a time. And, and it has a silencer. And has a silencer and an extended magazine. So I'm literally just cleaning house. Just yeah, and I'm like, I should probably I stop using that gun. <laughs> I love I love playing stealthy. And, you know, Far Cry is great for that because there's so much of it that's revolving around, like, stealth. So, you know, I mm. tend to stick with more, like, the sniper rifles and the bow especially. I'm, I'm, I really love. So having that pistol is really nice. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, my, my only criticism... <laughs> I just feel like a lot of the, the criticisms I have of the game so far, I'm I'm reviewing it. Um, so hopefully by like next week I'll be able to have a review out by the hopefully by the end of the year. So, um, yeah. but I feel like a lot of the criticisms I have for the game so far are holdovers from Far Cry Three, like especially when it comes to the story and the characters. Uh, just mm-hmm. because the characters are not great, um, the story is not great. I think better than Far Cry Three, um, but still like like AJ is not a really engaging character. Like he's just kind of bland. I have you know, no idea how why he's so good at everything. Like there's know, no there's no indicator to tell me he had like any like military training or he's just like oh I'm a base jumper in my free time that's why I can they, do like extreme sports they, shit. Like no they, he's just he has a gun shoot people and I was like oh, yeah great. I mean that's the problem I had too with like with Jason in Far Cry Three was they try playing him like him and, and AJ they try playing him as these like average normal guys but secretly in the game like in the game world they're like Navy SEAL like experts that can like you know climb yeah, and shoot they're like they're like silent knife takedowns and. <laughs> Grapple like, hooking, like getting the grapple hook up in one go, and I'm like, well, he can, he knows how to drive a helicopter. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's a little ridiculous. And also, my other thing too is like, you know, with uh, it was like with Pagan Min as the the villain. Like, he's a great character, and he's a lot of fun to watch. But like, you know, after the first fifteen to twenty minutes of cutscenes and all that stuff, he just he disappears from the game. Other than yeah, like I, radio calls occasionally, and it was the same problem I had with Voss too in Far Cry Three. Like, I love Voss was like probably one of my favorite like video game villains hmm. in a long time. But you only saw him like maybe three times in the entire game. And then he was. Well, yeah, because I mean, it it, it, it so. is because it is kind of like a shooter, and it's like you can't have him just show up all the time either. Like you have to have kind of the game has to have legs on its own, where it's like we yeah. can't have the villain pop in every twenty minutes. But like he he will chime in on the radio. But every once in a while, like I love watching the scenes of Pig and Min just being all pink suited crazy. And yeah, to me and that works. Great. But the thing is, I guess that can't be the whole game either, because then it's just kind of like yeah, it is. It it'll is it'll take something game. away from like the really crazy scenes. Yeah, I mean, Far Cry in particular is all about freedom, and just kind of, and that's what it's best at. Is I feel like just the times so it's like, okay, here's this world, go and do whatever you need to do, and it's mm. great, you know, for that. But I feel like I just wish that, like, same thing with Voss, like in Far Cry Three, it was like I kind of wish they just had more of a presence and were doing a little bit more rather than just being like chiming in on the radio, being like, oh hey, blah 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 blah, you know, and doing that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, keeping with the theme, uh, but yeah, Far Cry Four, awesome game so far. I think the review should be going up soon-ish. I want to say. Uh yeah, hopefully within the next week or so. Just because we got a um, we got a review copy kind of late, but I'm I'm working on it as much as I can. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be a Ubisoft next week or so because I just got my copy in of the crew, and I'm like, wow, gee, thanks. It's only two weeks after the fucking games come out, but uh, 
Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna work on the crew, uh, which I've 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 I played the beta for it. I wasn't too kind of blown away by it. But uh, I'm gonna give the uh, the PS4 version a go. And maybe do another separate video and see how that goes. But uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And then and sticking with Ubisoft news, uh, Ryan, patch number four for Assassin's Creed Unity is coming tomorrow. The fifteenth. It's coming. It's coming out December fifteenth. The the fourth patch of the game that we're just gonna say it's just the incomplete Assassin's Creed game. It's missing some things, like you know the ability to you know not get lost in the environment or disappear to a haystack. You know that, that sort of thing. Uh, that's finally be patched. It's gonna take care of a number of issues uh, dealing with stability and performance, as well as online matchmaking and connectivity. And uh, for optimal performance for that their patch, uh, you should install the latest drivers if you're using an AMD card, because that that's that was the problem. Your 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 drivers are out to date, Ryan. That's why Unity didn't work. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, Giuseppe reviewed it. He actually kind of liked it. But uh, I I I I'm glad other people review games outside of me. You know that aren't me because I probably would have hammered this game a bit. But uh, yeah, uh, my 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 word of warning is if you liked Assassin's Creed Three or had no issue with Assassin's Creed Three. Then you'll f- be fine with Unity. Like it's it's more of the same of that sort of gameplay. But uh, I actually played through it over the break, and I was not blown away by it. I actually, there there were moments where I'm like, this 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 story's really dumb, and it it is a nice looking game. Like there are moments where you're just perched up and seeing all the people hustle and bustle about, and you're like, hey, you know, I didn't even show you in, the, in that video I did in my mustard yellow outfit. <laughs> it it is a neat looking game, but it just. It, it, it's it's a full world that feels lifeless, yeah. Because there's just people who don't aren't doing anything outside of their little scripted. I'm just gonna do dance, and I'm here all day just <laughs> dancing away. And I'm just like, oh, like that that's kind of lame. Like I I I always like the dynamic AI of like a hitman game where the people have like little like yeah they're kind of uh, crude, but they do little like routines and patrols and they react to different things and you know or like in Skyrim where people have like this character has a life. This character needs to eat. If there's no food, he's going to go out and find food, and you can interfere with that or not, or you can kill him, and then it's not a big deal. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's I, I hope I hope Unity becomes uh, I hope it gets put on a playable state. I think that's I think that the, I think those are the words that are trying to come out of my mouth. Is I hope <laughs> I hope Unity becomes just playable for everyone and not just a couple of people who have no because there are people who just said I've had no problem playing this game. Yeah. And then the issue, and then the issue becomes it's just a bad Assassin's Creed game at that point, which is like yeah. I, uh, ju- I like, just hope more than anything it's like a, a like not a lesson but just like you know an example of you know especially given this season when there were so many games that launched with with just major game breaking issues and things like that that at least like you know with like the the big slate of upcoming titles that hopefully like it, you know that we won't have these kind of issues and things like that you know especially just I mean you know granted we'll miss out on all the hilarious like pictures and stuff of people with their faces mm. missing and all that stuff but you know it's horrifying right it was, I know it was, it, was horrifying. it was hilarious and horrifying at the same time not as horrifying I feel like as the NBA 2K15 like make your player face <laughs> nightmares but uh still pretty bad so it's like <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think that's I think that's all the news we're gonna cover. Uh, what, what you been playing, Ryan? Uh, well, as we said, uh, a lot of Far Cry 4. Uh, I'm actually probably gonna play a little bit more tonight. So if you wanna check out our Dual Shockers Twitch stream, uh, I'll be probably playing that for a little bit, so you can check out some Far Cry. Um, and then Game of Thrones, uh, played through that. Uh, I think we talked about it last time. But I played through the first episode of Tales from the Borderlands, which I also mm-hmm. highly recommend. Uh, it was really really fun, especially if you're into Borderlands, you'll really love it. But I don't think you have to be love Borderlands to like it. It's still really fun. Uh, and then a lot of Smash Brothers, and I think that's it. 
It was pretty much yeah. It was a lot of Far Cry right now just to get the review review uh, out. So. Uh, yeah, same here. I'm doing a, a lot, a lot of Far Cry. Uh, I'm also I'm finishing up GTA V. I'm like at the last big heist. I'm like, oh, I kind of forgot how fun this was. So I'm running through that. Yeah. Uh, I've got the crew on my plate. I've also got Loadout on the PS4 where I'm waiting to be played and reviewed. Uh, I also got a Wii U recently with a bunch of games that I haven't even touched yet. So I'm going to try to do some Smash Brothers time and do a proper yes. Smash Brothers video yeah. and, show you, and show you how it really is. Give you... Give you the real, <laughs> the real deal on Smash Brothers, not this like well, we'll crazy magical that, so. version that Ryan's playing. Like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna give you the real deal, son. My well, we'll real impressions about, on Smash Brothers. We'll, we'll see about that. So, but actually, no. Same thing. I got a, um, I got a PS4 over the Black Friday, uh, Black Friday weekend. So I got uh, the bundle with GTA V and Last of Us. Um, cool. I've only had a chance to really play a little bit of it. Uh, I actually started playing uh, Infamous Second Son a little bit, which is great. Okay. I mean, like that's like been one of the games I wanted to play most this year. So I'm excited. Yeah, that, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sharp looking game. It just, yeah. it just plays like an Infamous game. Whether you know, take that as a positive or a negative, but it, it is yeah. an Infamous game. Yeah, no, I, I loved the previous Infamous game, so I'm really looking forward to playing it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it for me. Yeah, you, you'll dig it. Like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to give this Wii U a try and see see what the big fuss is all about. The Smash yeah. Brothers, Ryan. Maybe yes. I'll be a Smash Bro like you. And, yeah, uh, and, we'll, we'll and, see. So. <laughs> did, and, uh, uh, did you get any Amiibos with your... Uh, your no, uh, no, I was thinking about it, but I didn't know which Amiibo to get. I was thinking about getting either you, Samus, a Link, or Mario. You definitely should, because over, the, so over the, the, Black Fr- the Thanksgiving weekend, I played with a bunch of friends at, uh, at home. and uh, So we played with... Uh, it was basically it was seven of us, and we had one Amiibo. We had a Link Amiibo. Uh-huh. And uh, so he, uh, so the the amiibo, uh, he leveled up to level fifty, which is the highest level you can get for an amiibo, and he uh-huh. kicked all of our asses. He just won like ninety percent of our matches and was just destroying it. So we called, we ended up calling him Link the Destroyer because he was nice. just unstoppable. <laughs> he was just unstoppable. It was it was hilarious that like yeah. we, we would like, get, like I want to get a dumb Kirby amiibo too because that just looks like a big fat pink golf ball like he looks kind of yeah cool. it's great i would i definitely want to try and get like uh like a villager amiibo because villager is just such a, like he's a, probably my favorite character i've been playing as he's such, a, <laughs> like a, he's such a troll character so i can't imagine what a level 50 amiibo would be like him, but, <laughs> yeah it's great but yeah i can't wait to see how that works and uh, and finally if you if you like video game music uh giuseppe did an interview with uh grasshopper manufacturers uh, akira yamaoka Who's who's made music from Silent Hill to uh, there's a new he's he's in a new David Argento film called The Sandman. Uh, he he's on a, he's doing that game Let It Die on PS4. He's doing all the music. So Giuseppe had like a really long conversation, 45 minutes or so, about just you know game music. You know he's a game music icon. Like game you know game composers do just as much work as the person designing the game cuz they have to add you know they have to add mood and atmosphere with just sounds and music and all that so so it's very interesting to see how that how that sort of a uh, side of the game development works so yeah music seems fun that's so check that out it's on the site i and there, it's uh, it's very it's it should be there if not just uh, look through it's like i said I, i'm always curious seeing like kind of like people who've been in the industry that long and seeing it changed from, like I said, he's he's been around PS1 era to PS4, and like there 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 have been plenty of games in between, and plenty of hardware changes, and sound and stuff sounds better now. So you know, how does that you know how does that play into designing your music and composing your symphonies and all that stuff? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was so. Make sure to check that out. And like I said, um, I don't know if we did a shorter show today, but I wanted to do a shorter show, but just because I'm I'm still super tired from my trip. I'm vacationed out, but there are going to be some videos coming out. I did a video for uh, Far Cry 4, which should be posted up by the time you see this. I also checked out Tiny Troopers on the PS4. 
which is kind of adorable. I, it's, I, I, I'm leading little tiny cute soldiers through their cute tiny deaths, so that's always fun. And uh, yeah, be sure I'm going to be doing Smash Brothers. Maybe uh, maybe maybe I'll do a, a Zombie U video just because why the hell not? Uh, but yeah, just uh, some stuff coming in towards the end of the year, and I think we'll probably get everyone together for a uh, or try to get more people on for an end of the year podcast and talk about like our favorite games and. You know, our highlights and it's that time of the year already. No, it's, it's like that time crazy, of year so. again. So uh, yeah. we're we're gonna check and maybe there'll be some formal <laughs> stuff on the site as far as like a, a game of the year. I don't think we really do like here's Dual Shockers game of the year, but it'll be uh, there'll be some stuff up regarding uh, best experiences of yeah. for video gaming this year. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, like I said, I'm 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 back. I'm I'm tan. I, I'm ready to go. I don't know about you, Ryan, but I'm good. I, I was your host. I was Georgie Mendes, staff writer at DualShockers.com. I don't think we did intros this year. We just got talking, which is super dumb. <laughs> but uh, I was Georgie Mendes, staff writer at DualShockers.com, my, my, my faithful companion, Ryan Meisler, also staff writer, video dude, DualShockers.com. Ryan, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. I just had to make sure I got my highbrow mustache on before we... I was talking. Leave, I, was, so. I, I made sure to wrap long enough so you can get your <laughs> stupid special effects in. But, yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. But 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 good on you. Real men grow it themselves, like me. Um, guys, take care. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.